Hey, the summer is slowly coming to an end, and that means two huge summer-themed things going on. First, we both saw the one of the last summer blockbuster hits, Sausage Party. A little controversial. We'll talk about that. Plus, of course, that WWE coming out with the biggest party of the summer. That's right, Summer Slam. Two things. Going down, another twofer, because we are just full of shit on this show. <laughs> Two things, twofer, summer, on the review, review! Is it my turn? I don't know. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> Welcome to the Review Review, everybody. A show where two small town dudes give you our big dumb opinions. I'm trolling to the max extreme. Sup, bitch? I'm JT3K. Oh, and today's show could be themed summer sausage, if you will. <laughs> a little good pun to start off the show, uh, but if you got from the intro, uh, we will be going over SummerSlam, WWE's huge weekend, that a weekend, that a weekend, that a weekend, and Sausage Party, Seth Rogen's newest outing in the silver screen. Yes. But first, the essentials. Mm. Let's Lay dive right me. in, JT. Lay it on me, try. Listen, I got... A chunk of news. All of it director-based. What? I know. Listen director. here. Gambit. Fox's <laughs> X-Men spinoff movie, Gambit. Yeah. Lost its director again. <laughs> Jesus. That's like what? Like the, the 12th? <laughs> Maybe. I honestly didn't even know it was still going on. But uh, Doug Lyman... Or Lemon, I think it's Lyman, yeah. um, was uh, set as the director of that movie. Yes. And he's out. Gotcha. Know what he's in for, though. I think I read it. My second bit of news, the Doug Lyman, well, previously said, yeah, is now up to direct Justice League Dark, oh. which is also apparently still a thing. Okay. The huge Guillermo del Toro like project that he was working on like a few years ago. That's just, this is what he wanted to do. Justice hey. League Dark. And now that uh, they're trying to rev up their whole WBDCEU schedule, it's back on board. Let Doug Lyman live. That's right. Let him live. Um, actually, uh, I saw, I was on Twitter earlier today. And uh, there's a guy uh, that I follow his YouTube channel, Comic Pop, Sal. Okay. Uh, he said something like, the Gambit movie was still a thing? <laughs> and said that, like, he would jumped over to Justice League Dark or whatever. Yeah. And then he made a mention of, like, Guillermo del Toro. He wouldn't trust him to pick him up at the airport. <laughs> and I'm like, well, that's a little harsh. I like Guillermo del Toro. But yeah. uh, hopefully he's set a lot of stuff in stone. For the Justice League Dark movie. Oh, we'll see. Uh, yes, we will see, JT. 
Okay. Actually, coming up pretty soon, there's a animated feature of Justice League Dark. Maybe for DC to dip its toes in the water Ooh, before they may test, do a test the waters. live action motion do picture. You like, do you like this? Do you like this? Ooh. Which I don't think they'll... Uh, I don't think they're the same. <laughs> because comic fans are definitely going to buy Justice League Dark. Yeah. When it comes out, like, not that long. I think early next year. But not the same audience is going to go... Well, the same audience will go see it, but it's a very small audience that's going to go see this live-action well, motion. you got to test it somehow. You start, right. with, you start with the diehards, you work your way to the casuals. <laughs> that's right. That's how it's done. That's how it is done. More directing news. Okay. You're just being like an auteur right now for... <laughs> Captain Marvel. Yes. Marvel's first female-led motion pick. Oof. Has a short list of directors. How short? Well, I have three right here. That's pretty short. Feige came out at a press conference, uh, I think, earlier last year and said there was ten. But maybe this is narrowed down? This also could be possibly rumor. Rumor oh, mill. shit. So let's open it up real quick. All right. Get it up. Just to make sure. Get it open. <laughs> I feel better. <sighs> what was that? Uh, Nikki Caro. Uh, directed McFarlane USA. Okay. Um, she's on the short list. Or he. Could be he, she. I think it's she. I think they want a female director for the female-led It's a possibility. Thing. Uh, Leslie Linka-Glatter. She directed a few house episodes, Walking Dead, some Homeland. Oh, shit. And TV. TV, mostly. TV. 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 Uh, there's the last one on my list. Lorreen Scafaria. Okay, that's a that's an interesting name. <laughs> she directed some New Girl episodes, okay. as well as Seeking a Friend for the End of the World. Ooh, yes. I like that. I didn't see that movie. Big fan of that. Big fan? Big fan. Huge fan. Uh, huge fan. Huge fan. It's huge. For Lorene Skifafaria. Yep, that's how it's... I saw it is actually in the at the end of the titles. Yep, that's I now remember. That's how I wrote it down right here. Did you just write SK and then scribbled a bunch? No, I S C A F A F A F A F Aria. All right, I have no idea where the fuck. So I have no idea. I haven't seen any of. I've probably seen a Walking Dead episode or two. Didn't watch any House. Didn't watch any Homeland. Seen some New Girl, but I don't know what episodes they directed. Don't know. I don't know. They need to give us a strict itinerary <laughs> right. about all these bastards have done. Right. About a movie. About a movie. That's coming out maybe two years down the road. coming out before, to a point where we won't even care. A <laughs> uh, little last bit of news I got here, JT. All right. Squeeze Dan it. Harmon. Familiar with Dan Harmon, JT. Oh, yeah. Creator of Community. <laughs> community and rick and morty oh yeah uh totally on board for that he wrote some additional scenes uh in doctor strange after it wrapped so you're saying rick and morty's gonna be in doctor strange so what i'm saying is rick and morty's showing up doctor strange good maybe post-credit sequence they come in Doctor Strange just 
opens up a parallel universe and they go into this weird animated world. Yeah. Amazing. I'm right there. Bring it on. Bring it on, baby. Bring it on, bub. <laughs> Bring, Bring it on, on bub. Bring it on, bub. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, a lot of people I saw on the internet are already apprehensive about this because it's like, what does that mean? Reshoots? Like, listen, buddy. Pump the brakes. A lot of a lot of movies have reshoots. Dude, it's not fun enough. It's not fun enough. When they get their initial cut together, they need to see if everything fits, and if they, everything doesn't quite fit, they'll go in and shoot some other scenes to have a nice flow. What you have to look out for is extensive reshoots, throwing a lot of money at this thing, as uh, you've seen from uh, Suicide Squad and some others previous this previous year yeah you need to watch out for that watch out. minor reshoots a lot of movies have them no oh, yeah seen pick up shots here and there that's it i don't know what these shots entail who knows we Maybe... probably we probably won't even won't even see or even tell <laughs> no you won't be like oh, that's a reshoot total reshoot <sighs> total third act reshoot yeah look at that reshoot right there yeah totally totally reshoot amateurs <laughs> But uh, that's all. There was a, I thought it was a slow week. This it was a slow week. Even I don't have that much news. Oh, but we do have two huge things coming two top of things. the hour. Two huge things. Two huge things. That we will take up a lot of time with. No, you were. I burped when oh, I said goodness. that. Oh, goodness. okay? Bit. I did. Boy, look I'm out. Okay. Look I'm okay. out. You okay? I'm okay. You burp? Mean you burp you? N- no. Okay. <laughs> I just thought ask just in case. Oh, okay. okay. You're a great friend. Okay. Troy. The Thor uh, Ragnarok. The uh, When the title came out, it looked a little 80s. That's true. Brought that up. Yep. Actually, maybe the movie might be a little 80s. Oh, lay it on me. The Apparently, news broke out this week that the lead singer of Devo mm. is doing the score for Thor Ragnarok. I heard that. It's quite uh, interesting, yeah. I would have to say. So, probably be a lot of scenes scored by... No, whip it! <laughs> <laughs> whip it good! <laughs> Hulk's just going to be in the middle of like, some big gladiator fight. <laughs> dun-dun, dun-dun, dun-dun. I say whip it! <laughs> Licorice way up. <laughs> But yeah, so I don't know. I'm kind of wondering what the uh, what the tone of the movie is going to be now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it sounds like it's quite a departure from definitely a dark world. Yeah, where it took it like a gritty, like almost like Game of Thronesy, yeah, type medieval stuff, and now it looks like it's throwing in some funk. Do it. Throw a little bit Do of it funk. Up. Do it up. Have some fun with it, dude. Really? It's have some fun with it, dude. Have some fun, Taika Watiti. Yeah, come on, Taika Watiti. Did you see a bunch of other things, too, that uh, there's some set photos of Thor Ragnarok shooting, and they're, like, in plain clothes. Like, him and Loki are, like, just in regular people clothes, like, down in New York City. And, like, Thor holds up this card, and it's got the address of Doctor Strange on it. Oh, shit. Yeah. I know, man. And I guess he's supposed to, Thor's supposed to sport, like, a shaved haircut. (laughs) Oh. So, like... The, the, in this shot, he had, like, longer hair, so it could be before they get into all this action? Hmm. Maybe? Question mark? 
Thor Ragnarok really piquing my interest right now. Me too. It's going all over the place. Me too. It's I'm going interested. all over the place. I'm into it. Okay. <laughs> Thor Ragnarok. Looking forward to it. Check it out sometime. <laughs> Troy brought up not too long ago, uh, Crackle coming out with a series based off the show Snatch, or the movie Snatch. Right. Well, they've casted their first big star for it. Pat. Rupert Grint. <laughs> <laughs> Rupert Grint. Who is that? Rupert Grint. If you don't know, it's Ron Weasley oh. from Harry Potter. Oh, all right. If I've never seen Snatch, would I understand this? I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I haven't seen the show yet. The show isn't out yet. All right. Take it easy, man. But Snatch is a good movie. If you, I've heard. If you ever want to watch it, I mean. Would you be down to watch it with me? Sure. I'll be there. Apprehensive. I'll Fuck be there you, for man. you. I don't care. <laughs> you don't care. Fuck. You don't really care. Fuck you, man. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Troy. Yeah. More Anna Kendrick as Squirrel Girl news. Oh, fine. She got another endorsement. Who? Big one. Probably the biggest one she could have got. Oh, my. The Russo brothers. Get. Now back in her to be. Squirrel Girl in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Nice. It's got to be a lock, dude. She's got it on it's lock. It's got to be a lock, dude. I was really going for Barb from Stranger Things, but I don't know how she can compete, man. I don't know. Don't it's know nothing, how. Nothing comes up Barb. Nothing's coming up Barb. She's got the shaft in the show. Right. Now she's got the shaft in real life. Right. Can't be playing that Squirrel Girl. I do have some Barb news later in the show, too, oh in, my. The, in the news as well. I'm into it. I'm into it. But I'll, let, I'll let that that little tickle your... A little simmer. Let that, that tickle your taint burner. a little bit. <laughs> Troy, so you brought up Dursting earlier. Yeah. Got some Robert Durst news. Great. Apparently, there will be a film made about the life of Robert Durst. Oh. And it's going to be on Lifetime. Oh. <laughs> Television for women killers. <laughs> hmm. I don't know if I like that at all. It can't be as good as the show where he confesses I, he actually <laughs> murdered them all. Where they actually go through the entire scenario and the trial and his actual confession on live TV. No, we're just going to make a movie on Lifetime. <laughs> it's going to be way better. Bullshit. Bullshit It's going to be better, JT. I call bullshit. That's like if you lived the actual experience of aliens taking over the world, and then it's like, yeah, but we're making a sci-fi movie about it. <laughs> it's like, dude, I was there. But the sci-fi movie is going to be way better. No, it's not. Dude. Everyone catch the jinx on HBO. I kill them all. <laughs> kill them. Kill them all. <laughs> kill them all! <laughs> Troy. Yeah. The BBC... Put out a list of the top 100 the big black cocks. movies of the 21st century. Oh, really? Yes. And? Well, uh, I'll kind of go through. I'll go through the top 10. Okay. Sounds good. So I, just I, to save us all. I mean, I want to hear all 100 of them. Yeah. I'll do it. I'll do them. 
the temptation is so great. Oh, God. We'll be here way too long. <laughs> Get ready for our review of SummerSlam yeah. and Sausage Party in two and a half hours. <laughs> okay. Some of these I haven't heard of because they, they did all the ones from all over from mm. all over the world. So some of these I right haven't on. heard of, but I'll I'll uh I'll dwell on more of the ones that I've heard of. Got it. Number ten, No Country for Old Men. Good movie. Good flick. Yep. A little bit of a uh of a controversial ending. Yep. But I all around I like it. Me too. Number nine, a separation from twenty eleven. I think it's mm. about like it's like people from the Middle East getting a divorce. Mm. I remember it was like really. I remember like there was a lot of talk about it like around the Oscars that time. Bit of hubbub. Yeah, a lot of hub. Don't know it. A lot of hubbub. Uh, number eight, Yee Yee, a one and a two. I don't know what that is. <laughs> number seven, The Tree of Life. I've not seen that, but uh, I've heard it's really, it's like really pretentious. It's mm. Terrence Malick. Have you ever seen Terrence Malick movies? They're like all image imagery. Oh, I don't think I've seen. They're kind of bullshit. My boss brings it up. Like I think he saw it, and he brings it up every once in a while. And he's every time he talks about it, it's like it looked nice. <laughs> oh, okay. It's like okay, it's stir- like it's a wonderful uh, review there. Nice, scathing, scathing, scathing review. Number six, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Oh, nice. Really big fan of that. I it's like a good it. movie. I like it. I like it. I like it. Number five, Boyhood. Really? Yeah. I thought when people uh, actually came out, people were kind of like, meh, it was okay. I mean, yeah, I would say that too. But then you think about how it was made over the course of like 12 years. Yeah. That's actually a pretty big accomplishment. That's true. All right. I guess. I'll go with it. Uh, Number four. Now, this is an anime. Maybe oh. our, our old buddy... uh. Well, buddy Jude might be into this. All right. Spirited Away. I heard that was really good. Yeah, I've heard that's good, too. Yeah. I've been meaning to actually try to see that. I think somebody was just... I think uh, Dinosaur Neil and his wife were just watching that not too long ago. Really? They did watch that and Howl's Moving Castle. I saw Howl's Moving Castle. Yeah? Yeah. My uh, my girlfriend's really into, like... She's really into... um, What the fuck is, like, the Disney... Like, the Disney studio of anime... Ah, uh, Studio Ghibli, I think it's called. Oh, okay. So she's like super into those. So like she had me borrow a bunch of them, and uh, yeah, they're they're good. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not a, like I'm like I said, like I've said on here before. I'm not the biggest anime fan, mm-hmm. but I mean they're pretty decent stories. Yeah, yeah. They torture the fuck out of kids in them though. Yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> really like put them through some harsh shit. Right on. Like, oh, you wandered <laughs> right away. On. Like, you wandered away from your parents. We're gonna enslave you for years. Oh man, <laughs> harsh. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Spirit Away. Number three, there will be blood. Oh, jeez. Okay. Yeah. Right on. That was good. I think. Yeah, there will be blood. Is one of those movies where, like, the more you think about it, the more you like it. At least, yeah. At least for me. Yeah. I I because I don't really like. I watched it. I'm like. That was good. I don't think I really like the ending so much, though, to There Will Be Blood. Yeah, the ending is very, it's very abrupt. Yeah. And it's very out of nowhere. Yeah. But I, I like it because it's like, it just shows how, like, much has deteriorated over the years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, because, like, the whole movie is just, like, leading up to that. And then they go, like, way further into future where he's just, like, completely off as a rocker. Right. Yeah. So, I don't know. I like it. I, I still like the movie. Don't get me wrong. Mm, bullshit. 
Bastard. Uh, number two. <laughs> <laughs> number two in the mood for love. Not sure what that's from. Not sure. And uh, number one. I haven't seen it, but I'm interested to see it. Mulholland Drive. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. I have not seen, I've never seen that either. I have not seen it. That's been out for a while, though. When yeah. did that come out? Uh, 2001. Yeah. Hmm. Number one movie, yeah, of all of the twentieth century. Yeah, or this is like based off of like critics, like critics like sending like polls to the BBC, and then they mm. like posted like the list of all the ones that that um. What was the time frame for all these movies? Twenty first, twenty first, like in the in the twenty first century so far. So from two thousand to now. To now, okay. All right. Have to check out some of them. So, uh, yeah. Memento is only at 25. God damn it. <laughs> Memento, I think, is probably, like, my favorite movie uh, ever. Oh, really? I think ever? so. Yeah. It's Holy just good. Cow. What it's a good. Look what we've done here. Look what we've just uncovered. I mean, I, anytime I try and think about it, like, it always goes back to Memento, because that just always sticks in my head. Just, like, yeah. the, way the, story, yeah, yeah. the way the story's told. Oh, yeah. It's so good. It is really good. I couldn't. I don't think I could ever pick out like what my. Well, I can pick out what my favorite movie is. It's Batman. It is Batman. <laughs> but <laughs> it's like it. Uh, like from a really great artistic sense, I don't know if I could pick one out. I mean, Batman is pretty artistic. It is the most artistic. Hmm. You know what? I really like the Green Mile. That's really good. Except it's not from the twenty-first century. I don't yeah. think. Maybe from the nineties, late nineties. Well, if it's gonna be your favorite of all time, it doesn't it be from the twentieth cent twenty first century? You just had one right there, twenty number twenty five, Memento. <laughs> well no, I I was looking at the looking through the list. I don't think it's Alright. Take it easy. Well, shut the fuck up, man. <laughs> um I don't know. I'll just go through a few more. Uh Mad Max Fury Road nineteen. Holy cow. Yeah, that's pretty up there. Um, Children of Men is number 13 That's a good one Yeah, enjoyed that uh, Social Network, 27 That was okay uh, Old Boy, 30 The original Japanese one? Yes Good <laughs> <laughs> Although Elizabeth Olsen getting naked is, should be way up there Oh, sure If you know sure. what I'm saying You know what I'm saying <laughs> Um Wally is twenty nine. Uh, the Dark Knight is thirty three. Right on. Um, what's like number fifty and like number hundred? Number fifty is the Assassin. I would not. Fifty one is Inception. Oh, right on! I really like Inception. Yeah, I've actually wanted to go on like a Nolan movie binge lately yeah that would be that would be fun to do um the wolf of wall street is 78 the hurt locker is 67 i wasn't a big the biggest fan of the hurt locker i mean it was good yeah but it was like uh it seemed a little overrated for me i i really i i liked it but there were some parts in it that i was like felt like it was really bizarre yeah it had some cool imagery in it oh yeah like the just Renner walking in that bomb suit was pretty cool. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, I I know what you mean. It's like th well, like they tried to do the whole thing where it's like you never know who's going to die, but then they always like 
all of like the bigger actors that who like whose name you know are always the ones that die. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, it's a surprise. I didn't know he was gonna die. And that's like, well, the way it's built, right? Like, yeah. Anytime it's like, okay, so we have this guy you don't know, this guy you don't know, and uh, fucking big actor guy. Like, who's gonna die? I don't know. Uh, One hundred is Tony Erdman, which I've never heard of. Hmm. But uh. Um, what the fuck? There's like three one hundreds. <laughs> I don't know. Well, one of the one hundreds on here is Requiem for a Dream. All right. So nice. And I like depressing, that movie. Nice and depressing. Flick. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so a good yeah. flick though. There's the there's the one hundred. One hundred flicks. Done by BBC. So uh, all in all, pretty strong list. Definitely makes me want to check out Mulholland Drive. Oh, yeah, for sure. <clears throat> if we ever have, like, a lull, maybe we should see if we can try to find that. There you go. That and The Room. And we could do a best movie of all time and, and worst, worst movie. movie of all time. <laughs> On the same show? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Troy, I got some real good news for you. Hmm. I got some um, Ant-Man and the Wasp news for you. Oh, one of your favorite characters from Ant-Man is making a return. To Michael Ant-Man Pena? Michael Pena coming yes. into Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yes. So it is going to be set in the present. Uh, it appears so. That's pretty good. Rumor has it for a while that it was going to be a past flick. Yeah, that's what I heard too. Hmm. 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 I wonder how they're going to do it since it's going to be set takes place in between the uh infinity war movies well now they're not that's not infinity one two anymore it's like infinity war is just this next one and then the fourth one is going to be hmm. um, a different one which i thought it was weird because i thought i thought they were filming them back to back like they're filming them as one big thing and yeah. chopping it in the middle but apparently that's not the deal anymore i don't know i don't know man time will tell Either I'm or either that or I'm getting it confused with Justice League. But I'm pretty sure I heard the same thing for Infinity War too. Yeah. Man. Know. Who knows what great things will come. <laughs> what dreams may come, Robin Williams. <laughs> Wolverine three fine is finished filming. It's in wrapped. New Mexico. Wrapped. Great. So it's done. It's done. It's just let it out. Let it out. Just put it out get there. Get it out. Just get all of the raw footage and put it out on the screen. Right. We'll watch nine hours of it. That's right. I want to see it with all the numbers <laughs> and shit just scrolling through as God, I watch it. God, give it to me right now. Yeah. Give it to me now. Troy, you said, uh, I think it was last week, how uh, you heard that uh, Natalie Portman will not be in Thor Ragnarok. Yep. Well, they did an interview with Natalie Portman. Oh, my. And she has said that she is officially done with Marvel. So don't even expect to show her pretty little show face. Show her face. Thor's going to have to find another girlfriend because she <sighs> is gone. Damn it. God damn it. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> it's really hard. It doesn't matter, really. <laughs> no one's going to give a shit. Thor was going to be too busy fucking trying to, I don't know, bang Hulk or something. Ugh. Maybe Lady Sif? Mm, mm. 
she's been she was moving in on that shit. That's right. She was like, oh my god, this Natalie Portman chick all up in my skis. Mm. Remember that? It's too bad. I like Natalie Portman. Keep it duty. Keep it duty. Last bit of news, Troy. <laughs> yes. The Duffer Brothers from Stranger Things mm-hmm. brought up a little bit of a uh, little bit of a little little teasing for season two. Oh boy! Said that. Oh boy. <laughs> he said that Barb will get justice. What? In season two. What? Barb? Yeah. Justice? Yeah. Duffer? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. How does that make any sense, JT? We have to watch. We have to wait and find out. Watch that next season. Maybe they go to the upside down. Mm. Mm. Wouldn't you think that Barb was eaten completely? She was definitely dead. (laughs) I don't think she was eaten, but they did show. They showed like her head or something in something at one point. Oh yeah. So hmm. Barb's dead. She's gonzo. She is deceased. Yeah. And no one gives a shit that she's dead, I guess. Nobody. <laughs> Not one person. Fucking Barb. Barb. It's all her fault too. Probably is. What a bitch. Jerk. What an idiot. Yeah. Being all sad on that diving board. God. Bleeding. Ugh, I cut my hand trying to shotgun a beer. How do you <laughs> cut your hand shotgunning a beer? How inept are you? Right. If you could be less cool, yeah, you couldn't be. Yeah. Like how? How do you even? You're you're piercing a full can. <laughs> like how do you get so excited that you go through an entire can <laughs> into your hand? It's it's just twofold losering. Yeah. You you already are kind of lame. You try to go shotgun a beer and stab yourself in the hand. So while you're trying to redeem yourself, you just look even worse. Yeah. Then her friend's getting laid, and she's just being a sad sex on a diving board. At least go home and freaking masturbate. Yeah, like rub one out to (laughs) thinking about it or something. Finally, somebody said it. Yeah. Finally. Bar- yeah, Barb would not be dead unless if she would have just went home and rubbed it out. Mm-hmm. I'm saying it. I agree. Good. I 100% agree. Tourette's are our best friends. Thank you. That's why we're best friends. Besties. Good. Very good. Very Troy. Good. Yeah. There is no bits. Good. Good. And there is uh, no Mac news. So... Yeah. Well, the only th- calming thing is that Mackie wasn't in the bits. Yeah, that if there was a if it was a, oh if, if it was my. a combination. <laughs> goodbye, goodbye, everyone. Yeah. I would be hanging from sitting, a rope. <laughs> I'd be laying in bed, eating a eating a, eating Hagen Dazs out of the carton. Yep, watching rom coms. Try and ease my right. ease my troubled soul. Put your fat pants on. Put my fat pants on. Yep. My last my Amazon purchases would be ceiling fan, sturdy rope, creaky chair. That's what my Amazon purchases would be. So you would install a ceiling fan just to hang yourself? (laughs) 
Yeah. I think the process of installing that would give you a lot of time to really think this through. Maybe it's an easy install. Maybe it just pops right in. I don't think those exist, Roy. Listen, I don't know how ceiling fans work, but Chelsea Danger is really into getting one right now. So I'm going to be finding it out in the near friggin' future, I All tell right. you what. All right. Get like halfway through the install and be like, you know what? I don't think I want to kill myself. Or I probably might want to kill somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> or you get halfway through it and you're just like, I just I don't want to kill myself just from the sheer fact of not having to put this together. <laughs> That's true. JT, you've talked me out of it. Good. Talking talking people off ledges is what I do best. Thank you. You did it. All right. But what we do have is a little something we call. Uh, you know it's done. Hey. Hey, you. Hey, you there. I see you. I see you. You know it's done. I see you are done. I see all the footy. <laughs> and we're putting it together. To make a movie. That you know it's done. It's done. Done. It's done. Okay. Every 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 uh, week. Mm -hmm. That's that that's that bumper you hear where you're like, I know what that is. Yeah, well maybe we should have bumped the audio on that. I think it was made a little crackly. I don't know well, what Well we was. play it every week. I haven't heard any complaints yet, so well, that's true. That's true. But we'll see. Well, JT, this morning you you hit me up. Yeah. Hit me up hard, it's like you need to watch these. Mm-hmm. Then you came back and you were like, Boom, watch this. Boom. Had one actually for you. Shit. This might be the first week that's ever happened. I know. I was on my game. Fuck. Double on my game almost. Fuck. Not only did I indulge and watch them right away, I was like, you know what? You should watch this one. Yeah. And we did it. We did it. I actually put a poll up. I did. You did. I did? I did. <laughs> you did. I did. Put a poll up. Yeah. And I voted on one just to see if anyone voted and no one did. Damn it. You voted on one? Yeah. Why didn't... I thought that was Dinosaur Neil that did. Nah, it was me. God Or maybe damn it, it was. I don't Dinosaur know. Dinosaur Neil. Yeah. Oh, no. We got two votes. Okay. Two votes for Max Steel. Max Steel. But in... Uh, <laughs> In classic Dinosaur Neil fashion, he's like, that's not the one I wanted to vote for. I wanted to vote for Guardians. <laughs> and I said, Neil, you screwed up my poll. It doesn't fucking you matter. screwed up my metadata. So two people voted for Max Steele, <laughs> and neither of them really care to see it. <laughs> so, JT, now that that one has 100%, why don't we talk about that one first? All right. Since Max. the people are most excited to see it. They're just chomping the bit for it. <laughs> So, Max Steel, I actually didn't know this was a thing. I didn't either. But it looks like a sci-fi superhero movie. Like a yeah. sci-fi channel superhero movie yeah. to me. Well, I guess it's based off of a toy maybe. Because I think like the studio of Mattel for Mattel is that. coming out with uh, it. Yeah, when it showed like the uh, credit end card or whatever. Yeah. It had like Mattel logo. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, maybe this is just to sell toys then. Could be. 
I and I think, know. did you see an original trailer or did you see the international one? I saw the international one. Me too. I could not find an ori- <laughs> original trailer for it. <laughs> because so maybe I, they're really trying to sell Because it looks like a very japanese movie. Like, they would try mm, and sell this mm-hmm. to them first before actually, like, coming out with a trailer in the United States. Yeah. I went to... Because <laughs> it threw me off because I was like, there's got to be an American trailer for this. Because fucking um, <sighs> Andy Garcia's in this. Yeah. And it just has American actors in it. Yeah. Speaking English. So I figured there would be an American trailer. No. I couldn't find one. No. It's just all all of the announcing is done in Japanese, and then you get dialogue from the movie. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. It looks... I have no idea what to expect in yeah. this. It, it kind of looks, looks like a Green Lantern yeah. type Iron Man type movie. I like. I, I don't know. It kind of looks good to me. Like it looks has like a sleekness to it, but it's not like like super over the top like uh, Transformers. Yeah, that's true. And the from what I saw, like the CG doesn't look awful either. No, it like, doesn't look doesn't look bad at all. No. So I don't know. I I think it's gonna be awful. It could, yeah, it could be. <laughs> there's like that really cool. There's like that scene that I like where like he's doing like uh, karate or some shit, and then like the robots like kind of mimicking his movements in the background. Yeah, and he, like even though the robots like not doesn't look like a human at all, like it still no. tries to find a way to still look like him. Yeah, yeah. And, like I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, but I don't know. Maybe it's like a property that's well known somewhere. But I have no idea. So, like, I feel like if I knew about it more, it would make more sense. Yeah. But I really have no idea what to expect. Yeah. I don't know. There wasn't a lot of trailers that came out this week. So, it was like, I I just saw that and it was, like, one of the more interesting things. It was either that or La La Land. And I don't I've think you wanted to talk about Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone singing <laughs> at each other. <laughs> I've seen that trailer, I think, like, twice. And it reminds me of, um, did you ever see Schenectady? Like, New York or yeah. whatever? Yeah. Kind of reminds me of that a little bit. It does kind of. With the one with Philip Seymour Hoffman yeah. in it. Yeah, where like he builds a city in a city to, yeah. so he can film a movie. Right. He's so obsessed with this play that he makes people like live out that play, and then there's a play within a play about the play. <laughs> it's so <laughs> fucked. <laughs> there's uh, one point where he's just obsessed with like his poop, and he <laughs> asks his wife if he can look at his poop because he thinks he's sick. Oh, art. <laughs> Oh, anyway. So that was Max Steel. Max Steel. <laughs> the most anticipated movie. <laughs> 100% so, so anticipated that we talked about poop in Schenectady, New York. <laughs> um, the second one we want to talk about is the sequel or sequel maybe reboot to... Uh, I don't know. I know there was a sequel. Then there was a Ring 2. Yeah, I know that. I just... Uh, get over here. Fucking cricket. Oh, it's gone now. I was going to jump on your dick. <laughs> Better not. I'm kicking it away from my dick. <laughs> Get out of here. I was going to put it in this podcast candle and let it sizzle. Oh, shit. I know. Anyway. Uh, anyway, the movie's called Rings. Rings. Plural. Um, did you ever like the Ring movies? I really liked the first one. I, ne- I don't remember a lot about the second one. I know it there was, like, sucked. a scene with, like, deer. <laughs> and somebody hit a deer. And then it got back up and it was, like, real pissed or something. Yeah. And I remember the CG looking like dog shit. Yeah. Uh, But I, I never got into the Ring movies at all. I, don't know, I really liked the first one just because it was, like, uh, like it, 
it built itself like a horror movie, but it's basically like a woman finding out that she's going to die in seven days. And then it kind of like, it goes from being a horror movie to like, kind of like a, like a mystery, like to find out like why she's going to die and what's the story behind this whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I can't remember what happened in like ring two so much except for the deer. <laughs> yeah. I just, but all like, I remember, it's like something where like they wanted her kid. I don't remember too much about it. Like the the original ring, besides like the actual lady in the well, was there that much like supernatural shit that happened? Not too much. I don't remember a whole lot. I I'm still spellbound by like how they got all that shit on a video. <laughs> so I guess that like, didn't like take place in, like the 1800s or something, and then I don't it, like know. I don't somehow know. got implanted on a VHS. Yeah, I. I don't and people trick us out. I don't know, man. See, that just breaks the movie right there. Yeah, so I don't know. I never even really thought about it until right now. Yeah, but I guess in this, I guess somebody makes it go viral. I don't know. Yeah. Do the do the very do the very 21st century thing of like let's take it and and like put it on the internet. Yeah. Yeah, internet. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. It. I I think it looks like shit. (laughs) It doesn't look. Like, I mean, yeah, they, they like, do, like, an interesting premise where it's, like, force everybody to watch it. Yeah. But I'm like, then to what extent is, like... And I, like, it kind of looked, like, instead of just being, like, oh, waiting for seven days until you die, like, there's actually seems to be, like, it looks like a, some form of, like, form of, like, deterioration happening to her as it goes on. Yeah. That looks kind of interesting. I mean, that, yeah, I thought that was kind of interesting when, you, like... It looks like she wakes up and, like, her hands are fused together and yeah. shit like that. Yeah, and there's, like, oh. this weird ring on her arm where, like, she keeps picking at it and, like, skin carps coming off of it. Yeah. Like, there's, like, hair coming out of her mouth. Yeah, that was gross. I almost gagged when I saw that. <laughs> I, I was like, I don't have, like, a good gagger. I gag brushing my teeth. Yeah. So, that but, was... Yeah, horror movies are really hit, hit or miss, so... Yeah, I don't know. Rings I, might really suck. That's what I'm thinking. It's gonna... St- Stink. Yeah. It stinks. <laughs> okay, critic. <laughs> Which I never went back and watched after I failed wa- showing you an episode and it wasn't I, like, funny. I fell asleep halfway through it. <laughs> I was like, damn it. I failed him. Uh, the last trailer we want to talk about today is a movie called Guardians. Yeah. Or Russia Avengers. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> this movie is... Russian, like yeah. it's a Russian film, which is totally weird. Yeah, it threw me off because it even looked like it, there was like some money behind it. Yeah, because I I never see anything coming out of Russia, but yeah. except for this, where like they have a full out like CG bear man. Yeah, <laughs> who like wields a minigun. God, I was all on board once I saw. Me too. <laughs> once it got I to the end too. and that bear whips out that minigun, I was like, I want this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would just like, I don't care. I would struggle through yeah. the Russian and all the subtitles and stuff. But like, I don't know what anybody, there's like an invisible woman. Yeah. Uh, like a, I don't know, an assassin type guy. Yeah. Something, somebody else. And there's like, like a guy with these fucking crazy ass, awesome looking like circle swords. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's like, like it's in such a curve where it looks like it's going to stab him <laughs> yeah, when he's right. using them. I know. And like. I have no idea what's going on except for like Russia has like the 
have this super team come together and fight this evil force that's like threatening Moscow or some yeah. shit like that. And they think weird like spider gun turret thing. Like they're like yeah. they, like jump out and like fucking attach themselves to things and like turrets. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's balls to the wall. Yeah. Like with the thing with like Marvel and DC is that like they have to stick to some kind of canon to like appease all the fans to everything. Right. Where well like with this, it's like they don't give a fuck. And <laughs> no. it looks like so much fun. Like yeah. almost kinda like I wish some kind of franchise just invent like their own like super group. Yeah. So they can just do whatever the fuck they want. Yeah. Like with Marvel and everything, they gotta they have to like stick to some premise otherwise they'd be like, Well, if we make uh I don't know, if we make Hulk gay, then everyone's gonna fucking throw <laughs> their arms up in the air. Like if you invent your own character, just do whatever the fuck you want. Right. Because you're not gonna have fans being all like uh, I think Captain America would not do that because in issue 57 <laughs> of the original Avengers, he actually was kind of... Oh, fuck you! <laughs> I want somebody to take a super group and just go fucking insane. Right. And they've tried to do that in other movies before, but I don't think not on this level. Especially on the level where they're showing it in other countries. Yeah. From, like, Russia. <laughs> yeah. Like, they've tried to do, like, uh, small, like, well, it's they were kind of. I've seen like indie movies where they try to like make their own superheroes and shit like that, but it's not like they're not throwing all this huge money at it. Yeah, to have like a full CG bear man that has a mini gun. Oh yeah, it looks pretty great, dude. Yeah, they they need to do something like that. Just something where you can just go balls to the wall and do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, it looks. I'm I'm on board. Yeah, like this is what I, I didn't give a shit. It's in Russian. I'm gonna see this. <laughs> Hopefully, it comes to theaters near us. Yeah, because I would I would love to see that shit. Oh fuck yeah! Oh my god! Oh my god! Just for the bear fights, <laughs> just for the bear man. I think his just name for is the bear man, like Ursa or something like that. Like the constellation. Oh, I think that's what his name is. Like Ursa Major or something like that. Oh, that'd be fucking sweet. Yeah. Name after the bear constellation. Yeah. That could be not it at all. Yeah. Who knows? We could look it up, but I'm not gonna. Fuck it. But that is everything that's done and that should be out. It should right be now. out right now. We've seen the footage. Yeah. We've seen enough of it that we know it's done. Give us a screener. <laughs> yep. <laughs> We're, I don't, I, yeah. I don't want to buy a, in. Set up a viewing at. <laughs> At AMC Cinema <laughs> yeah. for us. Chop chop. Yeah. We're movie reviewers. We're movie reviewers. <laughs> you should you should cater to us. <laughs> right. Oh shoot. <laughs> Was this an episode of Burr here? Yep. Hey, I'll take a burr here. How's that wine fridge going around? Get it. Get it a nice chilled 50 degrees. Yeah. Good. See, Danger uh, threatened to buy me a mini fridge. And I said, do it. Mo mostly what she said is, I'm sick of seeing all this beer and alcohol that people leave at our house in our regular fridge. <laughs> I'm buying you a mini fridge for Christmas. And I said, you're the best. There you go. Thanks, babe. That'll, that'll, <laughs> that's a good lesson everybody out there. If you want something... Make sure you just do behavior that encourages <laughs> them buying you something. <laughs> right. 
So I'm glad I and friends of mine have that mentality to get me a mini fridge. Exactly. <laughs> That'd be great. That'd be icy cold. Ooh, I like it. Keep it at a nice 33 degrees. Oh, my God. Hear that? There it is. Ugh, yeah. Oh, my. Well, JT, that leads us into our first main event of the evening. Oh, Should my God. Ding, ding, ding. There we go. WWE had a huge weekend. Huge. It was huge. Weekend uh, this last weekend, starting out with their NXT TakeOver show, yeah. Brooklyn 2. Brooklyn 2. And then next day, moving on into SummerSlam. Yes. One of the top pay-per-views WWE has to offer during the year. Yes. Uh, overall, I thought it was a pretty good... Uh, Pretty good weekend. I was for it. Pretty good weekend. I was for it. Um, let's start on Saturday. Saturday. NXT Takeover Brooklyn Two. Eh. Pretty great. Yeah. A lot of surprises during that. Like there was um, like I haven't caught up with NXT in a while. The only thing I've actually been watching is the Cruiserweight Classic. Yeah. But um, they had a women's match on there. That I had no idea who any of them were. Yeah. And I was watching with my uh, dinosaur Neil and my brother um, Blake. And we were, bo- all of us were like, that match was really good. Oh, yeah. And like the friggin' finish where she like dove off the like top rope backwards and then turned yeah. into a stunner. Yeah. I was like, oh. <laughs> all of us stood up and were like, oh, yeah. <laughs> It was pretty great. Yeah. They were like hyping her up for a while. I think her name on it is like Ember Moon. I think. Yeah, I couldn't remember. Yeah, but and, that uh, sounds about right. Yeah, I've uh, <clears throat> I don't know where she is from orig- like from originally, but I think I've seen like independent stuff of hers. I think her name on independent is like Athena or something. Mm. But yeah, she's really good. Yeah. Um. Wow. What I I can't remember what the whole show was great. And it's gr- I like NXT takeovers because they're like there's not a lot of chit chat. There's just oh, wrestling. Yeah. yeah, and it's like well, they only have like two hours to work with, so right. it's like they got to stay stay on schedule. Right. Um, do you have any other card? Do you have Do you remember any of the uh, rest of it? Um, the one match that stuck out that I really liked was uh, Chomp and Gargano against the Revival. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That That's was probably good. my favorite match on the show. Right, that was really good. I remember yeah. that one. Um, what was the main? Uh, Nakamura and Joe. Yeah, that one was okay. I, it was it was good. Yeah, I was I was a fan of. It. I just I just love watching Nakamura. I could watch him wrestle all fucking day. Like, I remember you saying to me before, like, as he was um, introduced, like, you're just, your eye is drawn to him. Yeah. And, like, you just can't stop watching him because you just really don't know what he's going to do. Yeah. But, like, I don't know if, like, I'm the hugest fan of him. I, I, I don't like that, uh, I don't know, like, I think I more prefer, like, a clean wrestling style. Does that make any sense? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, I, uh, I don't know. Maybe I like more Flash in what I'm trying to watch. Is Oh, man, I don't know. Nakamura's, like, super flashy. Like, he's, like, uh, 
I don't know. He has like this like weird flamboyance to him where it's like he just seems so interesting. Like he'll do this shit like even uh even in things when uh, um there was like a thing on like an NXT where they were hyping up the match and like like uh, Nakamura like comes to the ring and like Joe's just trying to fucking kick his ass and like the security is like b like breaking him up but like Nakamura's just standing there just like looking at him and so all the security's like holding Joe back. And just walks over and like does the got your nose to him. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, like it's so awesome. Like I love that shit. Like it's so like out of left field. Yeah. Like everyone, like everything about wrestling can be so cliche, but then you just have that one person that'll just like turn on its head with just like the dumbest shit. But it's like, oh my god, it's way cooler than if you would have just like, attacked him. Right. Yeah, I do like that. Um, there was the woman's match between. It was Bailey and Oscar. Oh, yeah. uh, oh yeah, that one was pretty good. Yeah. I think I preferred the other woman's match actually to Bailey Oscar. Yeah, I I don't know. I don't I don't feel like Bailey and Oscar have like the best of chemistry. Yeah, but uh, I like I love both. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's crazy. That Bailey did she wrestle twice this weekend? No, she, she wasn't on SummerSlam. Okay. But she was oh because she was introduced on Raw. Yeah, she was on okay. Raw this past Monday. Okay, right. Which is funny, like the minute like they just like introduced somebody who's actually really good, they're just like, oh, well, we can move Bailey up. <laughs> like the only reason they had her there is because like there's nobody else on the women's roster. It was just like her and Asuka. Yeah. <laughs> oh my. So that's cool. Yeah, but NXT overall is pretty great. Like I I can just expect every NXT pay per view pay-per-view in quotes yeah. to be like pretty great yeah um so yeah i don't i really i don't have much to say about this one i have more to say about actual SummerSlam. yeah um unless you want anything else uh, to i'm add. trying to think um i fucking love bobby rude yeah right <laughs> <laughs> like oh my god like he had so much internet hype yeah because this was his first match right yeah, his first official match. He's right. done house shows, but it's like his first official like televised match. And like freaking Gargano and Ciampa doing like the glorious bomb, like internet freaking hype for yeah. him the whole time. Like yeah. the week before or whatever. Yeah. Amazing. Um I love <laughs> I love his theme song. <laughs> it's amazing. And his freaking entrance where he's just like in like a flare robe or whatever, <laughs> up on this scaffold and it lowers down yeah. as like his music's playing. It was pretty great. Oh, and Nakamura had an awesome entrance. Yeah, too. the guy that played the violin was pretty yeah, badass. That was pretty freaking awesome. Um There was like a thing even like for like Joe's entrance where they like they did the whole thing where they're following him to the ring. And, like, Joe's just, like, walking with these security guards. And then out of nowhere, just, like, shoves one of them for no reason. And yeah. I lost my shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's just, like, completely stone-faced walking to the ring. And the security guards are just, like, right, right next to him. And he's just, like, <laughs> <laughs> shoves him. And the security guard almost doesn't skip a beat. And just then keeps yeah, marching like, beside like, him. <laughs> falls into a door and, like, glances over at him. And then just goes back to marching right next to him. Oh, it was amazing. Oh, yeah, that was was pretty good uh yeah but overall it, it was it was a great show Loved yeah their it. takeovers are always pretty top-notch um so let's move into wwe SummerSlam. yeah now i'm kind of curious on your thoughts of it because this is like their first official show since the uh since like the uh brand extension right so uh how do you like just on the overall show how do you think they've uh kind of 
how do you feel they've split the rosters up? Like how does one show seem great, like uh, more talented than the other? Or um, I couldn't make heads or tails of that from SummerSlam. Yeah, I think I'd have to watch actually Raw or SmackDown, which yeah. I don't do. Well, you like like they usually changed announcers for like whose show was right. what match. Um, they <laughs> just going by announcer wise. Yeah, SmackDown's team. Besides Mario Ronaldo, Mario Ronaldo. Oh Mario, Mario. <laughs> I can't. I can't even say it. Mario Ronaldo. <laughs> like, it's him, JBL, and David Otunga. Otunga. Yeah. What a waste of space he is, dude. If Mario Ronaldo, if it was just Mario Ronaldo and JBL, it would be the best fucking team. It would, because JBL is like so good at like. Sounding so pathetic for like <laughs> heels, and Maronalo has like the best fucking. Right. His one-liners are off the charts. Right, amazing. There he, was one today. I was watching SmackDown before I came down. And there was one today where he said like, uh, um, fucking. Oh, what was it? It was like, oh, they're fighting like a dentist and a carpenter. They're fighting tooth and nail. <laughs> and I was like, oh my god, it's amazing. He has that, and like, he can call like the lamest stuff and make it sound great like even sometimes he'll call like a pin and be like lateral cover coming and it's like oh my god where where is it <laughs> like it's amazing i i love listening to him like, yeah i'm glad he's like on smackdown and mamma mia yeah yeah he is amazing <laughs> um the raw announcers they're they're good they're like they're yeah pretty good i fucking love Corey graves yeah, I'm I'm hot and cold with him. I like him sometimes, um, but uh, yeah, he's good. Yeah, I like, I like Corey Graves a lot. Actually, he's like uh, I don't know. Like he always has like he has like that feeling of like he speaks his mind, and he does it in a way where it's like I want to know what he what he thinks about this. Mm. But then I don't know. I always think like you always have somebody else talking in your ear to kind of telling you what to say. Yeah. So I'm like, eh, I don't really know. Like, but you don't know that when you're watching it, you're not like, I know. I you're know. not like being completely remind. Well, remember, that's probably not what he thinks because there's someone in his ear. It's all supposed just, to be like natural. Okay, easy. Take it easy. Well, you're over here like, well, I don't think this is a real opinion because, you know, I got that earpiece <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Chill out over there. Chill out. It's presentation, Troy. I get it. I get I get it. I understand how it works. Um, but uh, otherwise, talent on Raw and SmackDown, um, I don't know. Like, I, I can't really tell. Otherwise, like by SummerSlam, but and I wasn't even really paying attention to like who was on each show. Yeah, like I I noticed the announcers changing and everything like that, but I never really made like a conscious effort to be like, yeah, oh he this is Raw and this is SmackDown or whatever. Yeah. So um, I think like SmackDown furnished my favorite match of the whole night, which was uh, Cena and Styles. I think was my favorite match. Oh of the yeah, night. by far that was my favorite match yeah. too. Like I would have actually probably say by far that was my <laughs> favorite match. Like. Overall, like, the show was... I Actually, the first half of SummerSlam was pretty great. Yeah. And, oh, let me just put this out there, too. SummerSlam was four hours long. Yeah. And if you wanted to watch the pre-show as well, then you were watching it for six hours, <laughs> which I did. <laughs> <laughs> because I 
put I didn't know the pre-show was two hours long. Yeah. And I wasn't even really gonna watch it, but like I was making dinner and kind of cleaning up the kitchen. So yeah. I'm like, well, I'm gonna put the WDW network on just to be in the background. Yeah. Just so I could just see what's kind of leading up to SummerSlam or whatever. Yeah. And I put it on at four. Yeah. Yeah, it would have. I would have put it on at four, and like Fuck. they're like pre-show starting right now, and I'm like, what? <laughs> So, like, I sat down and kind of watched it while I was making dinner to get, and I, they said there was three pre-show matches. They were all okay. Yeah. And, uh, that I, but, like, by the time I got, like, halfway through, like, the AJ, well, no, by the time I got halfway through the pay-per-view, which was, like, the AJ Styles and Cena match. Yeah. I was almost, like, exhausted. Because <laughs> I've already seen four hours of yeah. wrestling already. Oh, yeah. And then, but like, and then the last half of SummerSlam was really bizarre. Yeah. And not only like I thought the last half was bizarre, but I thought the whole like card was weird and out of order. Once you saw it as like a whole. Yeah. Like I like the women's title match was like the second match on the card. Yeah. Like they, I don't understand. Well, I I I do understand why it was why it's lower on the card, but it just sucks that it is like that yeah like i feel like it should rank over like the u.s title and intercontinental title i don't know i always feel like well second match is kind of shitty because the second match is always kind of like the come down from like the opener yeah but yeah i don't really see it as like like match equals like importance it's always kind of like how you being being like an inside man as myself. I know. That's why know. I want to get your input on all this stuff. <laughs> like, uh, I always see, like, the card as, like, you kind of, like, lay it up where, like, uh, you find the opening match is usually something exciting to get the people into it. And the second one kind of brings them down a little bit more, like, brings them down a little bit from the opener so they're not, like, super excited. And then, like, the next matches build up to, like, a really big one before an intermission, but there wasn't one in for this one. Right. So like they're like the ones after that are supposed to be progressively better up to intermission. And then after intermission, it's like usually like a very like what they usually call the popcorn match, where it's like people are still getting to their seats, probably still going to the bathroom or whatever. Yeah. So like you throw one on there that's like it's okay, like people can watch in the background, but it's uh-huh. not like like I gotta fucking see this. Yeah. And then you just build, build usually build up progressively from there. Um, sometimes if there's like a like a really big match. That you can't find a spot for, like you don't want to put it right before the main event. You usually do that, and then like another like kind of popcorn match, and then the main event. But yeah. beyond that, that's kind of like that's usually from what I've seen how like a wrestling cards usually built. Yeah, and I and I totally get that. It's just I think with like with the brand split when they do like a joint pay per view like this, when there's so many titles on the line. Yeah, and like more what they had like the women's title. Tag titles, the Universal Championship, the WWE Championship, the Intercontinental Championship, and the U.S. Championship. Yeah. Like, every title on yeah. the line. Yeah. It's like, we're, we're, it's weird to see them, like, in the order that they put them, I guess. Yeah. Like, the U.S. title was, like, the second to the last match. Yeah. And... It was just, it was, it was nothing. It was nothing. It was, in fact. But that was, was like, they're kind of like, they're like, we know nothing's going to happen and we don't, but we just, we don't want to kill the crowd before the main event. So, yeah. but I, I just mean, give I, them this bullshit where they're just like, oh, okay, fucking who gives a shit about them? Yeah. 
Well, I mean, uh, yeah, I I get that. I don't know. It's but if you look at it from like like a title ranking perspective, it's really different. I thought it was bizarre the way they laid out the pay per view. But I I understand why they put the matches like yeah. from what exactly what you said. Yeah. Because really the pay per view would have followed that formula from what you just said. Um. So what uh, besides like any the uh, Cena and. Uh, Styles match. What did, was there anyone else that stood out in the card? Uh, I do like the Rollins Balor match quite a bit. Um, although like Balor totally got hurt and fucked up his shoulder. Yeah, I heard that. God. There's a lot of stuff that happened on the next Raw. Oh yeah, like Balor, like <laughs> just. He won the title and yep. had to like relinquish the title. Oh yeah, and then uh, they added like a tag titles on SmackDown. They added tag right? titles and a women's title on SmackDown. Right, and I thought um, one of those would have gone to each show. Like tag titles would have, or the tag teams would have pretty much all gone to whatever Raw SmackDown. The women's would have gone to the other. But yeah, but then it would have been kind of stale. Yeah, I, I kind of see yeah. what they're doing. Like, you don't want to, like, be all like, uh, yeah, if you want to see chicks, you got to go to Raw. And then, like, SmackDown comes into town, and you're just like, oh, there's no women. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's like total sausage fest in here, dude. <laughs> Plus, there's, like, I don't know. I like I like it because I like the brand extension because they have so many people coming up now. Oh, especially yeah, with NXT. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's been so many people down there for so long. Like, they deserve some kind of opportunity, and they've got a, such a big roster now where they need to do something to kind of give opportunities to each side. Yeah. Because you can totally tell now. Like, there's, like, I'm trying to watch both shows. Like, I'm watching the Hulu version of each show. Like, especially, it's amazing for Raw because Hulu just cuts it so that it's an hour and a half, so they cut out all Holy the bullshit. Shit. So it's nice. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. I might actually watch it then. Yeah. Because I, I didn't know they did that. I know. Because I went into it like, oh, three hours, got to slog through this. But no, they they cut it to an hour and a half. Like, they cut out all the entrances. They cut out all of the fucking, here's what happened last week. It's all like, boom, boom, two people are in the ring. Here's the match. Nice. Yeah. And like any, like, really, like, major uh, story developing promos they throw in there, too. Okay. That's pretty cool. So, yeah. I love how Hulu sets up their Raw. It's really nice. Like, SmackDown, they just, they just put on as is because SmackDown's only two hours. Okay. And that usually kind of evens out to an hour and a half after commercials and stuff anyways. So. Right on. That's how I've been kind of keeping up with wrestling in general. But, like, watching how they've split up both brands, I'm like, I think it's a pretty even even keel. Yeah. Like, they like they, they think they split the, like the rosters up well enough for that both shows do kind of feel like different shows. Yeah. Which I think... They definitely need to do. Like, if it feels like I'm watching the same show over and over again, it'll get monotonous. Right. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, so what did you think of the uh, new Universal title that came out that's getting a lot of heat? <laughs> I think it's fine. Yeah, I thought that they same thing, need, too. Yeah, like, if they're going to have a brand extension, they need, they need, like, a big championship for somebody to fight for. And it's fine. People just like to bitch. You're right. I guess, like, um... I was listening to, like, a show that I usually watch. Um, they like to talk about wrestling every once in a while, and they actually went to SummerSlam or whatever. Yeah. And they said, like, during that match, like, the crowd just, like, totally were just shitting against the title, like, during the Balor match. And yeah. so, like, they weren't even, like, really paying attention to what they were doing in the ring. 
and the like the guy that was like has the show or whatever he's like it kind of sucked like because i was really into the match and like but the crowd was just bringing me down and it was just like having a watching it live there and in, in the actual stadium was like kind of a bummer yeah i was really looking forward to this match and i couldn't get over the crowd just being like the title sucks uh." (laughs) (laughs) i was like oh man i i didn't really get that watching it on like i didn't get that watching it live on tv or whatever yeah but yeah they probably just if anything they probably just turn the crowd down like they usually do when roman reigns comes out and they all start booing hysterically (laughs) yeah you know what though like i didn't hate roman reigns when he did his small little thing at SummerSlam. Well, because it was nothing. It was well, I know it was nothing. The shit out of, like, Roman, out of fucking Rusev. But when he came out and, like, speared him again or whatever, the crowd yeah. was almost, like, behind him. Yeah. And I I think he needs to do more, like... I think they just... People just like to feel like they're cool. Like, this is the guy the WWE is trying to shove down my throat, so I'm going to hate him. But in all honesty, I like Roman Reigns. Yeah, I think he's fine, too. Yeah. Like, it does suck that he's shoved down your throat. I, I honestly... Don't like it for that because it's like yeah. quit trying to force this thing to happen. Yeah, but I don't hate him talent wise. Yeah. Like I thought he, I think he's pretty. I think he can carry on a pretty great match. Yeah, I've had I've watched plenty of his matches that I'm fucking entertained the whole mm-hmm. time. Yeah, like he's really good. It's just that people are just they like to feel like they're like oh I got a voice I want to say this guy sucks. Yeah, yeah, I totally <laughs> get that. It's like us. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> um what else do I got on here? Oh, what do you So like I want to leave the Brock Ort match like to its like maybe a little bit later unless you gotcha. have anything else to include. Yeah, no, nah, not really. Um did you think that SummerSlam needed to be like 4 hours long? Um probably not, but they are they are trying to get a lot of things over for the like this is like their first big pay per view with the whole brand extension thing, so I can yeah. see why they would want to like give some time to some to some matches and like actually like flush some stuff out. Yeah, and uh, with like uh, little commercial breaks during the show, there's like seven new pay per views added to. Yeah, that's I think for the, for the exception of like the big pay per views like Royal Rumble and Survivor Series and. SummerSlam and WrestleMania, they're basically going to do, like, a, a show for Raw and a show for SmackDown, like, every month. Right. Which is kind of cool. I mean, it's cool if you have the network. Yeah. Because, like, when they had the brand extension before and you had to buy them on I know. Pay-per-view. They had to buy them all on pay-per-view and they tried and did that exact same shit. You're like, I'm not going to pay for this twice. <laughs> yeah. fucking asshole. That sucked. Like, 100 bucks a month, essentially, what it was. Yeah. For pay-per-views, that's that's steep. Yeah, but like, but with this, I think it's perfect because then they can actually like build up. They can build up stars on their smaller pay-per-views by giving them like high-profile matches yeah. that they're actually building towards. Yeah, I'm more interested to see like the next, like next month's like Raw and SmackDown pay-per-view. Yeah, because that'd be cool to see like they actually would have competition to see like how their shows eventually are just one brand each yeah so that'd be cool to see because then you actually have the direct competition of like it'd be like when wcw was like competing against wwf not to the extent or whatever but like you'd have that little like you know just like 
comparative show to show yeah. competition. That's so you can see cool. how one how one show looks compared to the other yeah. show. Yeah. I'm so I'm I'm interested to see that. Yeah. So um what what did you think of the whole Brock Lesnar Orton match? I love all of Brock's matches. Yeah. <laughs> they always have like a different feel to them. Especially like I don't know. Like Brock always gives off that vibe where like you don't know if he's going to fu- like if he's just going to snap and be like, "Oh, I can do this." No one's going to fucking I'm the biggest fucking name here. Yeah. No one's going to care if I fucking decide that I'm going to kill Randy Orton. <laughs> yeah. They'll still bring me back next week because I'm just fucking, I'm back I'm fucking good. And they're just going to keep bringing me back. Yeah. And that's true. Yeah. That's definitely true. There's like a, a, I don't know, if you ever like look, like find it online or whatever, there's like this thing where uh, Heyman did this um, interview thing where, uh, he just grabbed the mic and he was like, just, uh, just like, um, like, just keep out of, like, out of your mind that everything's planned or whatever. Like, just imagine, like, like, if Brock Lesnar wanted to go into WrestleMania and end the Undertaker's streak and he was just like, fuck, I'm going to do it. Like, how, how would anybody stop him? Right. <laughs> like, yeah. Would anyone be able to stop him? Right. Like, Undertaker, like, Undertaker's fucking... Like, almost 60 years old. He wouldn't be able to fucking <laughs> yeah. stop him. Right. And yeah. then if he did win, then what? They're going to fire him? They're not going to fire him. He's the guy that ended the Undertaker's winning streak. Mm-hmm. If anything, he's going to get more money so that they make him stay so that they can keep this momentum going. Yeah. Like, it, it'd be fucking brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So just, like, the thought of that, you're just like, oh, fuck. Like, this feels like a guy who could just do whatever he wants. And they'll be like... Hey, don't do that again, but we can't scold you because we want you to come back. Yeah, because we like the numbers we get. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm conflicted on this because, like, Orton, if it was anybody else that's been, like, I don't know, if it was, like, Cena in Orton's place, yeah, for instance, who's, like, been around, like, all year or whatever. Orton's been out for so long. Yeah. And then he comes back to, like, almost immediately get, like, the top shot at SummerSlam. Yeah. And then Lesnar just, like totally brutalizes him yeah I'm like if if that was i and i guess that's how it was supposed to go yeah like how does that help orton at all like why would he agree to do that yeah but that's like the thing about lesnar though is like he's built like as such as like this big machine where it's like if you get the, those shots in on him that that almost gives you credibility so that to the point where when they get to the point where it's like they find like their next big guy that looks like you could like fucking take the reins and then that guy comes in and like beats Brock clean. Right. That's the biggest fucking deal in the world. Yeah, and I I totally get that too. So like that's why I'm conflicted because like I don't see why <laughs> Orton would agree to this if he's trying to get like come in hot because like he hasn't really like his like reemergence was pretty lukewarm. I thought like everyone's like, oh yeah, you're back. Okay, great. <laughs> it's not like when like Triple H came back, like after his like injury and like totally rebranded himself. Yeah. After like he had this like quadricep injury or whatever. Yeah. It, it, I mean, I don't know. Like you would think he'd want like a little bit. I'm not saying he had to go over or anything like yeah. that, but like to be just like beaten to a bloody mess like i thought i was like holy shit like it was all you know you know what it was actually jarring to see too and that's in like the, a pg yeah. era and that's what they wanted that's what like 
You go into this being like, this is going to be a competitive match. And then Lesnar just fucking victimizes the fuck out of him. And like, oh, shit. Like, but, that's the kind of feeling they want to get out of you. Yeah, I, I don't. But that's so, like, two-faced for what, like, WWE trying to promote. Because even though, like, the whole the whole show. What are, they, what are they trying to promote? They're promoting Randy Orton versus Brock Lesnar. No, but they're trying to promote a PG show. Like. That's what the whole Vince man is like WWE is trying to promote like yeah. this whole PG show or whatever. And the whole show was that up until like they started showing promos like f- like for the match or whatever right before it started. Yeah. And like Lesnar's like cussing and swearing and what and all this <laughs> shit like and it almost like was like a totally different show at that point and then when he did like totally bust fucking randy orton open he's just bleeding all over the mat yeah it's like holy it's like jarring yeah and like this isn't a pg show like not that i'm like i would like actually if it was i don't know maybe not i don't know what i want father of the year short of the max over here. <laughs> i like the how what they did in the attitude era i really like that stuff because that's yeah. when i got into wrestling yeah and like i'm just coming around to like having me really like oh this is pg i get it it's for kids like yeah. that's where their bread and butter is that's who's buying their merch and all that shit and then to jump into this like extremity like this totally like i'm not gonna say it was over violent but like more violent than the rest of the show don't you find that jarring that, i don't know if i had kids or whatever i might have done their opinion but I don't know. I liked it. Like I like the fact that it was something different. Like anytime, they're they're building it to a point where it's like anytime Lesnar's in a ring, it's special. Yeah. And like shit just fucking happens. Like un unex like unexpected, just out of left field bullshit happens. We're like shit. Uh, now anytime Lesnar's in a ring, I need to see what happens. Right. And that's what they're doing. If it if it offends people, I'm sure they'll get heat for it. But fuck anytime. Lesnar's in a ring. I want to fucking see it. Yeah, and I'm, but I'm, I'm in that boat too because I do want to see Lesnar matches. Yeah, because of just of everything you just said. But like, so that's why I'm like, I don't know what to think. I'm, I'm conflicted. JT. I just think you should stop being such a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> well said. Well said. Um, but yeah, but like uh, when Lesnar was champ for that longest time, like yeah. you made the best point of like. He's like the unbeatable guy, and he like at that point he wasn't sh- he was only showing up to like thirteen shows a year or yeah. something like that. Yeah, I loved that yeah. because it like it made like the world title like something almost unattainable. Yeah, like the pay per view matches were who becomes number one contender. Yeah, yeah, and like that's the big deal. Yeah, and I almost wish they would go back to that. Yeah, because I but now that there's two titles, it's kind of be hard to do that. But, oh yeah. Um. But yeah, I I really like that, and I can I understand why they don't have the title on him now because he's still doing the same yeah, profile matches anyway. Wants, yeah, because like he's the unbeatable. Yeah. So yeah, but anyway, I thought it was thought it was weird. Anyway, anybody out there who saw SummerSlam, tell me what you think. Tell us what you think. Yeah, let tell us know. Let us know. I would like to know. I want to know. I want to know. <laughs> If you really love me, I want I don't know the words. Those are the perfect. Those are the spot on. <laughs> Did you just get done hearing it. Yeah, <laughs> I got it going in my ear right now. Good. Yeah. Uh, um. 
Main event two of this evening. Main event two. Uh, JT, you mentioned you saw Sausage Party yeah. last show. Yep. And that I should go see it. Yeah. Well, I did. I'm very chomping at the bit as to what you thought about it. Because um, I, I brought up, I even brought up when I brought it up last week when I said that I saw it, that like my girlfriend came out of it and she was a little bit like, I want to like it, but I don't know if I do. <laughs> yeah. I went to go see it with my brothers. Okay. And so we all saw it, and there was a lot of parts we were laughing all the way through. Yeah. But when we did come out of the theater, we all kind of looked at each other like, huh. <laughs> <laughs> like, that was something like I've never seen before. And I don't think I've really sorted out what I think of it yet either. Yeah. But, um,. For anybody who doesn't know, Sausage Party is a animated feature, an adult animated feature, mind you. Yes, yeah. Uh, Were there any kids in your showing? Yes. Yeah. And then when you walk out, you're like, those fu- what the fuck? Okay, kids. so <laughs> it started off, like, right away. Yeah. And, like, like, with, like, totally adult language. Yeah. Like, it doesn't, like, really ease it into it. It's just, like, yeah. they're they're cursing up a storm right yep. away. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, good. Like, I don't need to be eased into it. But then I, like, looked around, and, like, three rows in front of me was, like, this... It looked like a mom, dad, and, like, a, a her their uh, daughter. Yeah. And the daughter had to be, like, 13 or something <laughs> like that. And, like, halfway through the movie, there was two girls that walked out of the theater that had to be, like, 12, 13. <laughs> and I'm like, how the fuck did you get in here no fuck you dude i saw there's like three there's like two kids that were like eight years old like sitting in the middle row when me and when me and my girlfriend saw it to- well like <laughs> during like uh the end yeah <laughs> the mother and daughter left <laughs> <laughs> spectacular and i was amused by that yeah and like there was another part where like uh it was like right in the beginning there i can't remember what the joke was or whatever but my brother neil we both heard this like little kid laugh like ha 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 and we both like what the fuck is this kid doing in here like it was bizarre yeah because right in the front where you buy the tickets there was a sign oh yeah that said sausage party is rated r don't bring your kids or whatever yeah. it said yeah. and they still went in yeah like i really think like i what you said last week was like oh it's rated r they'll just be a little cursing they nothing they haven't heard before yeah like fuck you <laughs> you are <laughs> wrong you are wrong yeah it's definitely, like, how I brought up last week, like, if you just drop your kids off, like, go ahead and go see Sausage Party, and then you come back and pick them up, you're picking up adults. <laughs> yeah, they are full-grown really adults <laughs> that just know how everything yeah. works. Yeah. Like, they know, they know like, intimate details of male and female anatomy. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> it's something else. And without even really knowing what they are. <laughs> it's like, I just know that this works. I know that this exists. Give on me a, a on cigarette, a, On a male bot, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck took you so long, mom? <laughs> Bring us to McDonald's, fucker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, so 
spoiler free. Okay. For this right now. Yeah. Um, essentially, it's a movie about Frank and I can't remember the bun's name. Yeah, I don't either. But it's a uh, uh, a story about essentially them going on this journey um, to their uh, to outside or whatever because outside the supermarket is like this heavenly land where every all the food thinks that it's a bigger brighter place it's like yeah. their paradise or whatever yeah um, by the trailer you find out that that's not the case food gets eaten yeah and you find out that uh, and they find that out as they try to escape and try to tell all the food that like hey this is this is how it really is on well, the outside. Well, not really, because like the bun is actually still stays pretty true to her beliefs, right? But like so they kind of go into like a, they kind of go into like a like a religious kind of swing on it. There's a lot of that. It is. There is. And I, I didn't hate that at all. I thought that was actually pretty clever. No, yeah, I thought it was too. Um, I think this movie's really smart. It's just that there's so many things that were like. Like, it's such a smart movie, but there's so many things that people can be, like, can just dismiss it because it has this. Yeah. I can see so many people be like, yeah, they make a really good point here. Yeah, but then they did a dick joke. So, like, would you really trust someone who did a dick joke? And it's like, well, they did make a really good point. No, dick joke. (laughs) Fuck. Okay, whatever, dude. Um, it's like if somebody like gives you like a really thoughtful speech and like, oh, that's cool. And then they just like shit their pants <laughs> and you're like, then you just well, kind of like, I don't know if it's quite like, and that. then you're just kind of like, <laughs> all right, well, I mean, that, that did seem like really smart, but I don't know if I can trust them. They shit their pants. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's really funny that they shit their pants and it's still, oh, it's shit. still really smart what they said, but they did, they did. They did shit their pants. They just did shit their pants. <laughs> oh my god. Uh <laughs> Anyway, uh what was I saying? Oh yeah. Anyway, the the hot dog and the bun end up going on uh kind of like this journey and they pick up like two friends on the way, which is a bagel and like a like a falafel or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I think it's a falafel. I can't. It's it's not that, but it's like something along the line. It's, it's like, like a latka or something. Maybe? Yeah, it's like in a it's like Arabian yeah. bread or yeah. something. It's basically their way of trying to express the Israeli yeah peace in the Middle East. <laughs> yeah, yeah conflict. Right. And uh, anyway, they go on this journey and they're trying to get um, the information of what's actually happened on the outside and. And while there also are people on the outside and their journey back to the supermarket. Yeah. And uh, overall, I, I think I, I really had like a good time with this. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right. <laughs> I want to okay. talk about a lot of it yeah. without spoiling it. But um, overall, like it's. I wouldn't bring your kids at all. No. Like, but if you're looking for, like, something funny and something different, if you're, if you're into animation, like, I would go see it because the animation's pretty great, too. Yeah. Um, I actually have a little something about <laughs> the animation in there. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I would, I would, I would suggest if you're into, like, if you saw the movie This is the End, 
with like Seth Rogen and all of his buddies and like yeah. it's the end of the world comedy, I think you will like this. Oh yeah, it's definitely yeah, it's a Seth Rogen made flick. Yes. Yeah, it's it's definitely got that yep. feel to it. Yep. Um, so with that said, let's go into some more spoiler territory yeah. here. Well, oh, well, before we go on, um, I'll just say I like it, but like as it goes on, I think I like like Zootopia kind of had like a same premise to it, mm-hmm. like that this did, and I think I might like Zootopia just a little bit more, just based off of what I said before of like it has an awesome like it has like a really thought provoking message to it, but then it kind of gets muddled with like other stuff granted it is like funny but then it kind of takes away from like the message that they're getting they're trying to get across like zootopia was funny but it w- wasn't like like super like thought like super like controversial where you're like oh fuck like i don't even <laughs> like i don't know like it just seemed like there's a lot of things that were like so jarring where like it kind of i kind of like forgot about what they were trying to talk about to begin with yeah but uh, I mean, yeah, it's, I see that. But I mean, it's still it's still really good, and I would definitely suggest to go see it. Yeah. Um, all right. We'll leave our grade till we get to the uh, um through our spoiler stuff. Gotcha. Gotcha. So the uh, <laughs> I just want to jump right to the end. <laughs> <laughs> but um. The movie overall, like, uh, I feel like it it deals, well, it not deals, but it has, like, a lot of smart elements to it. And a yeah. lot of it I really like, like the re- that religious aspect. Yeah. But, like, as smart as it is, I wanted it to be a little bit more mature. Like, there's a lot of cursing in this movie. Yeah, that's a what lot I... A yeah. lot of cursing. And I... Almost to its detriment, because I'm like, yeah, you don't need to curse this much, yeah, to get your point across. Mm-hmm. Like it's, I don't know, like from a more mature writer, like because Seth Rogen didn't direct this; it was no, uh, two other yeah. dudes. I don't know, remember what their names are. Yeah, but I, I felt like maybe with like a little more, bit more mature direction, I would have liked the movie a little bit more. Yeah. Like, I know how you, you brought up that you liked that it went right into the adult humor to begin with. I would have liked it if they would have, like, actually, like, played this off like it was a kid's movie. Yeah, I like, almost would have, too. Like, if yeah. they would have been, like, it's all of these, it's all this food, like, wanting to go to the great beyond. And they're all, like, super happy and very nice to each other. And then once they realize the kind of world they really do live in, then they're just like, oh, fuck this shit. And then it's, like, <laughs> then they actually turn into, like, what they, like. Like the mask almost comes off. Like they yeah. they don't even care about being fucking nice anymore. Like they're just like, fuck this, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, I would. I actually would like that a lot more too. Yeah. Once like the whole facade. Like drops the first and fuck you, you hear was when that potato gets skinned. Yeah. That'd like be imagine amazing. like the eruption yeah. you would hit. Like right. <laughs> I would. Yeah. I would love that. And there was. Uh, I mean, obviously, with the f- the hot dog and the bun, there's a ton of sexual innuendo oh, with that. Of course, and that I didn't really hate. Like, no. I, I really I thought that was kind yeah. of funny, and uh, the interaction between like the bagel and uh, I can't. We should probably look up what actually that thing yeah. is. But anyway, that I thought that was really clever. Yeah, because um, they're with them like the whole trip, and they're 
back and forth. They hate each other, hate each other, hate each other. And then yeah. they find they have like a mutual friend in hummus. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, you like hummus? I like hummus. <laughs> and then they eventually start coming together at the end when they have to f- defeat like a the common foe, which is people. Yeah. <laughs> because they find out like people just eat food. Yeah. Um, what do you think about the whole like bath salts thing? I thought it was like if they were to do anything, I think that would be that was fine. Yeah, like it's just because like, they have, like especially with like news getting out where like bath salts makes you see shit. Yeah, like crazy shit, and then that's like oh well, then we can just use that as like that's their means of being able to to interact with human race. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was fine. Um, anything else that you want to um bring up? Yeah, I just like like I love how like they have like a like a really good message, but then it just like leads it's like a message that they tell but in like a horrifying way where like <laughs> that's like uh like if everyone all came together we could do great things and then their great thing was killing a stup- supermarket full of people. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Which I mean in their in their eyes it's a great thing, but it's like then you're watching all these people being brutally murdered by food. <laughs> and it's like <laughs> It's a great thing, I guess. <laughs> I mean, you all came together. Right. <laughs> but um, no, I, I love that. Yeah. And I I actually have a little bit of uh, background info on Sausage Party. I thought okay. I'd do a little research. Do it. For a show today. Um, so apparently this has been in the works since 2010. And the first initial thought of it um, uh, came around in 2007 when Seth Rogen like, kind of had like the stoned idea like... What if it was like Toy Story, but with like food? <laughs> and, yeah, that's uh, totally a stoner idea. <laughs> and so, like, he's been playing around with that idea f- since then. And like, even in interviews, they'd ask like, "Oh, what's your next project coming up?" He'd be like, "Sausage Party," and, but like nobody knew what that meant. <laughs> they thought it was just kind of like a movie with like a bunch of dudes in it or yeah. whatever. But um, it's been in the works since 2010, trying to like refine the script and like get it all put together and everything. And it only actually cost twenty million to make. Yeah. And if you look at like, uh, Pixar movies, they cost like a hundred million plus. Yeah. To make. And honestly, like I didn't find like a huge difference between like the quality. I thought the quality of the animation was pretty good. Pixar's pretty. Pixar's pretty great. Yeah, <laughs> like they go, like they're above and beyond. But like for what the story they were trying to tell, like I thought the animation looked really good. I mean, yeah. twenty million. Yeah, like it's nothing to scoff at. But would you have noticed if they threw fifty million more dollars into it? Well, like, have you heard like the stories behind the whole like animator thing? Though, yeah, and that was my other <laughs> bit of news too. Like. For like being like fully animated like that for twenty million, that kind of makes sense. That yeah, there is like people being like, "Well, we're gonna we're not gonna pay you shit, right?" Because they're usually like in any kind of animated anything takes a lot of animators to put everything together. Yeah, and uh, apparently they weren't uh, all compensated for their time. Yeah. Like a, that a lawsuit's being filed against them because they weren't paid for their overtime that they put in yeah. or something like that. Uh, so that kind of sucks. So maybe it was, but I don't know how much more they would, 
because I don't know how long it really actually took them to make it. Yeah. But I heard it was done like last year, but they were just trying to find like a studio that would actually put it out. Yeah. Until it finally landed on Sony. Yeah. Um, where I guess like I guess Sony's like sucking Seth Rogen's dick because <laughs> they're like yeah. putting everything of his out. Yeah. But I don't. I mean, with comedies though, like it. It doesn't really cost that ball much to make them. Yeah. And a movie with, like, a Seth Rogen's name in it would probably get a pretty great return first opening weekend. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, I think you'd be kind of stupid not to. Yeah. But I don't know, man. Um, So, at the end of Sausage Party... He's going to jump right there. <laughs> I want to really bad. So, like, everybody... Like, all the murder has gone down in the supermarket. Like You don't all... want to bring up the villain who's a douche? <laughs> oh, yeah. Nick Kroll as an, a literal douche. As a literal douche. You know what I actually found that they was a missed opportunity? Like, after the douche gets, like, a gash in him and he starts, like, leaking his liquid and he, like, stickers up and he has to rejuice up. Yeah. And he, like, drinks a bottle of vodka at one point and then he goes up somebody's ass, like... Why didn't they have the opportunity to, like, get that guy drunk, like, right away from, like, having a douche full of vodka up his ass? Is that too intelligent? Too I smart? Know. I don't know. I think you're overthinking it, Troy. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> you're overthinking this story about <laughs> real life, like, people, food that comes to life. Um, you know what? Actually, with the douche stuff, I really liked... When he got picked up, and it was the initial woman with the shopping cart, and she's just got this nasty camel toe. <laughs> He's like, oh, yeah, baby. Oh, yeah, I'm going to get in that. <laughs> I that was pretty like, funny. Every time they showed her, like, she has to bring up how she really needed that douche every time. <laughs> yeah. He's just, like, pulling at her fucking mom jeans, like, oh, I really should have got that douche. <laughs> that was pretty great. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, the uh, the whole douche thing is is actually pretty funny. I, yeah. I pretty I liked it a lot actually. Um, but then the, it all comes down at the end. Everybody gets into a big celebratory food orgy. Yeah, and this was quite disturbing. Yeah, like I mean. You said that to me before I went to go see it, and yeah. I'm like, okay, sure. I yeah. Like, you go into it being like, how graphic can food sex, like, sex between food be? Right. I mean, it's food. It's not, like, actual genitals. But then you're like, oh, they're finding ways to recreate genitals through food. Yeah. And with <laughs> and everybody's, graphic like, manners. everybody's, like, moaning and grinding against everything and, like, yeah. Fucking through several things at once. I'm just like, oh my god. It was something to behold. Oh god, I was on board. It was <laughs> I don't so know. Good. I don't know if I actually enjoyed it or not. I don't even know. Because like coming out of it, I was like, holy shit. Like everything is just really fucking weird. everything. It's yeah, so good. Yeah, in every way imaginable. Yeah, like. It's, <laughs> fucking it's it's you need to see it for yourself oh, it's like, amazing just us poorly explaining it to you does not even get the point yeah. across on how bizarre it really was like i even br like i brought up last week like this scene seemed more graphic than some porn scenes that i've seen yeah and i would say that's true <laughs> that is true
Um, uh, but overall, though, sausage party. Overall grade. I don't know, man. I think I'd maybe give it like a B. Okay. Is it great? I'd give it like a B plus. B plus? Yeah. Where I would give uh, like Zootopia like an A just because I liked. Like they had the message, but they didn't have like a lot of things like sticking out that were like, whoa, okay. And I don't even remember what the fuck they were talking about because a condom just talked that's yeah. full of semen. Right. <laughs> yeah. But like, uh, yeah, with this, like I love the message. I love the story they play with it and like all the things that they, like all the, all everything that they try to say through their story. I like that. But like I said, there's so much stuff in there that just throws you for a loop where you just kind of lose your train of thought and you don't really know where they were. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, well, I know there was something going on that involved like a, a thoughtful like discussion about the Israeli-Pakistani uh, conflict. But um, I don't know, a, like a condom full of semen is now <laughs> yeah. talking and you can see like the stringy shit coming out of its mouth as it talks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See, it's like smart things they did with like the Israeli, like Pakistani thing that I really enjoyed, the clever things like that. Yeah. But then it was like the maturity level of some of it. Like, I wish was more mature. Yeah. Like, because I, I have a, I have, I have like this fledgling feeling that like, Seth Rogen just had like a wild hair and was like, oh, I know it'd be really funny if we did this. <laughs> and like, so that's why they had like people on bath salts and like this food orgy at the end. Yeah. And like, I felt like some of that, not, uh, not all of it, like just kind of like distracted you from what like the main like through line of the movie was. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm right there with you. And it didn't really help the movie whatsoever no no yeah so that's like it's why it's very shocking and it's very thought-provoking or not thought like just like whoa fuck i didn't see that coming yeah yeah but yeah but it doesn't help the story at all right it doesn't make it any stronger yeah and so like i i don't know i'm i'm almost i'm like between like a b or b minus but like yeah yeah probably probably b yeah yeah well that sounds like my b plus like yeah. like uh yeah, just like with Zootopia, like they kind of had the same thing going. Like they didn't really get into the religious aspect because it is a Disney movie. Yeah, but they did go into a lot of like the, like different cultures and like what, like why certain cultures would be like, like hesitant to interact with other cultures and like what can kind of lead to like forms of racism and stuff. Mm -hmm. And they do kind of go into that a little bit in Sausage Party, but I think Sausage Party. Deals mainly with the whole religious aspect of it. Yeah. Anything they do with that, like, race or anything is more of a stereotype. Oh, they stereotype the fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To fuck. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. anything anything German is considered a Nazi. Yeah. Which I don't even think that's even been a thing since the fucking 40s. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, Germans hate Nazis. Yeah. So, I yeah. But yeah, <laughs> sauerkraut. There's even a s jar of sauerkraut that's got a Hitler mustache. Yeah. Probably even a swastika on him. I, yeah. I don't remember. It's it's definitely yeah. But uh yeah, I think if if you want to find if you want to watch like an animated movie with like some kind of thought-provoking message behind it, definitely aim more for Zootopia, but I Sausage Party's definitely Yeah. It's it's funny and it has some things that make you think. Yeah. I'm just glad it exists cuz I like 
I would like to have more like adult animated features out. Yeah. Because I'm a huge fan of animation. Yeah. And like sometimes like you just have to like grin and bear it that you have to like if you want to see an animated movie, you kind of have to go see a kid's movie. Yeah. Not that like Pixar movies are bad and everybody yeah. can pretty much go see them because they can get like the deeper message or whatever. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I want to see like an ad- just an adult animated yeah. feature or whatever. Oh, well, like, definitely check out, like, uh, I think I brought it up on the show, like, Anomalisa is really fucking good. Oh, yeah? Like, that's an, it's, it's stop motion animation, but it's very adult themed. Like, there's a sex scene in it. When did that come out? It was last year. It was up for, like, uh, best animated feature for the Oscars. Okay. I think I remember you bringing that up, but I, yeah. I totally forgot it's about it. It's a really it. cool premise. Like, the only reason the guy made it animated and be, was because he wanted to do a thing where, the guy kind of has like a form of face blindness where he can't really tell people oh yeah, I, yeah like I how people now. are different so everyone looks the same and is voiced by the same actor except for one person and he falls in love with that person right on i might have to you might have to remind me again of that sometime yeah it's I, really I really that. fucking good okay right on right on man yeah and it's not even that long either it's like only like an hour and a half even better yeah it's really good i <laughs> definitely check it out sweet but yeah more adult animated features pronto pronto stat, stat get on them and pay the people damn it pay them <laughs> um well there's no letters this week jt ah, man no okay. correspondence from anybody okay and i checked i checked itunes i checked soundcloud i checked the gmail okay nothing there gotcha just Neil screwing up the metadata. Fucking Christ. <laughs> um, but other than that, what have you been watching this week? I haven't watched too much. I uh, I watched the stand-up special on Netflix for Jim Jeffries called Free Dumb. Oh, yeah? Dumb spelled D-U-M-B. Get it, huh? Yeah, clever. But, yeah, I think Jim Jeffries is up there as, like, one of my favorite stand-ups. Like, between him and Louis C.K., yeah, I, it's I, very yeah. it's it's very close. Yeah, I really like uh, Jim Jeffries. I didn't see his new one, but I saw his uh, previous one. Yeah, I, I really like that one, too. Yeah, I think. Uh, no, it's not legit because that's a series that he had. Bear. I know. Was oh, yeah, one. that's the yeah. yeah, that's the one. Yeah, that was really good. Mm-hmm. Like this, like this one that he just came out with is like kind of like split into three parts. It's like. The first part is just about like how everyone loved Bill Cosby, but now he's a rapist, so now everyone's <laughs> everyone's a asshole. <laughs> and then the second part is just like really weird, uh, uh, like um, details about his personal life, like with his like uh, I guess his, like his girlfriend and, and their kid or whatever. And then the other one is kind of like he gets like a lot like really political and stuff. I don't know. Like he's, I love like hearing his political shit. Like he just like s- like tells it like it is. Yeah. And he's very like, like I just think that's retarded. <laughs> like, like he won't. He's not politically correct about anything at all. And I just, I don't know. I love listening to him talk about shit. Yeah. On his last special, he did a whole segment about like gun control. Yeah, and he even brings it up in this. We're like, people <laughs> like, I brought like I'll say I'll say cunt like twenty times. But if I say anything about the Second Amendment, then I get like seventy letters in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> like uh, after like there's a bunch of shootings in this last year or whatever. Yeah. Like I re I posted that whole gun control thing. Yeah. Like on my Facebook, and the minute I did that, 
I had like people like complaining at me. It's like, oh, what do you don't like? Second Amendment. I'm like, dude, I'm just telling you to listen to this thing. Yeah. Because he makes valid points. Yeah. I don't have to agree with 100% yeah. of it, but it makes a humorous point at it. And mm-hmm. it totally pokes fun at something that's totally true. Yeah. So. There's like a segment he had in the show where it was so funny where it's like, like, cause like after he did the whole gun control thing, like he keeps getting hate mail from all these like Second Amendment fucking lovers. Yeah. And like, uh, he's like, you know, like, because I get all these letters, I can definitely tell, uh, on, uh, like, what certain tragedies gun lovers love. <laughs> like, if there's a school shooting, I don't get a single letter. <laughs> but then when the Paris attacks happened, I got like 400 letters. <laughs> like, see, they didn't have gun control law. Their gun control laws are super tight, and that still happened to them. And he's just like fucking. Like, there's just like. Bringing up how like everyone is just so fucking passionate about guns. I <laughs> will uh, have to check that out then. I'm glad I got your stamp of approval on. Yeah, it. it's definitely good. Anything else? That is it. I've been pretty busy this weekend. I haven't really had much of anything else either. I've just had continuing progress on other things. Beat like, Lego Batman Three. Oh, I was gonna ask. Hundred percent of it. Jesus it is completely done. Right. Got everything. Uh, so that's now out of my life forever. <laughs> <laughs> I burned it in a ceremony. Um, I am continuing to go through Mark Wade's Daredevil run. Right. It's great. It is just great. Uh, and I've also in the mail have the last few books of Alan Moore's Swamp Thing. Yeah. coming up. All so right. I might start that as soon as I get it all. But that's right it. On. I haven't really seen anything else. Right on. Yeah. Oh, I, I will bring up that. Uh, me and my girlfriend are still watching RuPaul's Drag Race on Hulu. And? So much so <laughs> to the fact that she's tried to convince me on Thursday to go to to, to uh, a town near ours across the river uh-huh. in Iowa. Their only gay bar, because I guess they're doing a RuPaul's All-Stars premiere. Oh, cause really? Because that's premiering on Thursday. And I was like, a part of me wants to go, but then I'm like, it's going to be like a... Like, probably one of the only straight dudes in a gay bar like i feel weird yeah that and a bunch of chicks probably in there yeah like i dude i'll watch i'll watch rupaul's drag race all day but I'd, I'd feel weird if i watched it with a bunch of people <laughs> yeah <laughs> like i i've um i had i've heard of people actually going to that bar because every once in a while they have drag shows there too yeah I'll yeah. totally go see drag show. Wait, like uh, me and my girlfriend saw. There's like a there was a, uh, um, uh, a showing of uh. Well, like they did like a presentation of uh, La Caja Fall, which is like the Birdcage. Yeah. Or like the American version is the Birdcage, but they it, it originally takes place in France. But they did a play version of it, and it was at this theater. And they I guess they got a lot of people from like the drag show like in town to mm-hmm. do it. And that was fun. Yeah. Fucking, dude, drag queens are hilarious. <laughs> I will watch them all day. Very good. But, like, yeah, I just feel weird. Just, like, I don't know. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. I get it. I get it. I got you. Good. Troy is not clenching his fist like. <laughs> we are one. <laughs> we are. We are one. Well, JT, if anyone can uh, tell you where the best drag show is to go see, where can they do that? Well, they can catch me at... (laughs) 
<laughs> Bucky for everyone on Twitter. Also, Bucky for everyone on Instagram. And hey, when on Snapchat, Troy. You can find me at Troy the Max on Twitter. You can find us both at Off Podcast on Twitter as well. If you're into the Facebook thing, we're at facebook.com slash offtopicpodcast. So drop us a line over there. You can find us past, present, and future episodes on soundcloud.com slash offtopicpodcast. And if you are into Apple, iOS, we're also on iTunes. So while you're there, why don't you give us a rating? Drop a comment or two. I could read them on the turlet and read them on the show. <laughs> the turlet. <laughs> and uh, if you like the show, uh, uh, star rating helps other people find the show as well. Yeah. Um, and if your message may be more than 140 characters, you can uh, do that at reviewreviewpod at gmail.com. Review review spelled just how it is in the title of the episode. True that. Great up. Great up. Great double header we had. We did. Two main we events tonight. Up. We hit it. We hit it hard. We hit it hard. Hit it hard. Conflicting opinions, which I like. I like them. We didn't, we didn't go as far as wanting to try and kill each other <laughs> like BVS. That's true. But That's true. I could feel did. you holding back, though. I feel like you really wanted to lash out. I, I did bring a gun with me, so I didn't want to go <laughs> oh, completely, completely to that point. Oh, dear. Well, uh, we have nothing planned for next week as yeah. of right now, uh, but that doesn't mean we can't figure out something. I don't know. I was thinking maybe summer summer movie review since the oh, summer has summer has wound down. That is true. We did do that preview. Yeah, I would be down for a summer movie review. Not I would down. be down for that. Yeah. Join us next week where we review the movies of the summer. Yeah. Summer the summer girls as we like to call them. <laughs> the summer girls. So summer girls. <laughs> Don't play the song. I want to keep this up on yep. SoundCloud. We don't want to get. We don't want this to be <laughs> removed. <laughs> it's only happened twice. Yep, I'm pretty sure that was one of them. Maybe I know one of them was when we tried to do a 420 show spectacular and we played that whole Afro Man song. We played like half the fucking song. <laughs> I still can't get that back from SoundCloud. <laughs> they won't let us have it. <laughs> And there's another one, too. Oh, it was our Kung Fury episode. Ah, shit. The friggin' uh, Yeah, because we played the David, David Hasselhoff, Hasselhoff song. song, and it got taken down, too. Shit. I asked for him if we could, because we don't have the original files anymore. Yeah. And I asked, I emailed SoundCloud to see if they could send me the file so I could edit it and re-upload it, but they- They're just like, go fuck yourself. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> But I love SoundCloud. I love putting it up, and I love everything you do. We love you, SoundCloud. <laughs> Keep doing what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stop taking our shit down. <laughs> but until next week, uh, that's it. That's all we got. That'll do so it. I'm Troy the Max Extreme. I am JT3K. And until we reveal these summer girls, summer girls, we are all.